you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Uh, yes, my friends, this is Unsealed, the official podcast of Wings of the Eagle. I am Christopher Manti, your humble host. It is uh, now January 18th, 2024, and this year looks to be a banger. So far, uh, it's been a few weeks since we visited this uh, UAP scandal thing um, that's unfolding, but it's time to go back to it, I figure. As always, please feel free to chime in, ask whatever you'd like, uh, question, comment, or concern right there in YouTube or on X, on even Twitch or Instagram. That's where we're at today. LinkedIn also, I guess. Not sure if you can interact on there, but whatever. Just go ahead and uh, feel free to go ahead and uh, just ask what you want at any point. But today I'm going to talk about something that's, I don't know, um, some people find it fascinating, like me. Others maybe think it's um, too technical or nerdy, but it's really, really critical to understand what skiffs and saps are um saps especially we talked about this one other time and i was trying to get before we went on the air which i wasn't able to um by the way we are on audio as well on every podcasting platform imaginable uh you just go to wings of the eagle.com slash podcast and find all the episodes that we've ever done it's also on the spotify app as well um, the date that I talked about saps previously was, uh, I thought back in September. Or so. Um, maybe. Sorry, just trying to get it. Well, you can search and find it, but I think it's probably called Why the Secrecy is the title. Um, and that was on uh, September 14th. Pretty sure. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, go listen to that or grab that and watch it. Hey, my friends, I see Bonservant. I see T-Rex, my, my best buddies on this weirdo topic. I know Christians aren't supposed to talk about this, right? Especially pastors. They have better things to do with their time. Should be writing a sermon or something, right? Well, 
Um, I think it's really important to understand. And so let's get into it. And by the way, we are brought to you by your giving. If this blesses you, if this ministry is from God and you're being, you're being blessed by it and fed by it or whatever, or anything that we do here at Wings of the Eagle, especially this podcast, please, if you're interested in it, continuing, give today, wingsoftheeagle.com slash donate. Um, we also have many free resources on our website please go get it the rapture we talk about the millennium we have full courses on those very controversial topics but again we rely on god and his word and his holy spirit amen so with that said not many christians are in this space and first i just want to make it a safe place a safe space for any believers fellow believers who are interested in maybe you've had experience with maybe you're in the government maybe you have you know what a sap is right now you know what a skiff is maybe you've been in one <laughs> okay all right tiki tiki the wordsmith is back with transorbital thursday okay i'll take it that's good transorbital um Anyway, so, yeah, maybe you're in there. Maybe you're part of this discussion, maybe. And I get it. People have different opinions. I know Tiki has opinions on this stuff, for sure. Um, but I just I feel like from July, even through now, it hasn't changed a bit, which is uh, we need as a church, as, as the witnesses of Jesus, um, to be very serious about this topic um because we're promised that everything about the world will be shaken before the return of jesus everything that includes our understanding of reality now we're told some very specific things in scriptures and not every single detail of what to expect but some of it is earth-shaking stuff and paradigm-shifting stuff and seeing miracles in front of your face and seeing something about something falling from the sky like figs or, you know or stars falling and, and the antichrist and him actually casting down things from heaven so like Crazy stuff. And it would behoove us to, at this point, just take the evidence for what it is and not be, a, you know, be, be I hate to say agnostic, but uh, to not know exactly what's going on because nobody knows exactly what's going on, as far as I could tell. Um, that there is a real thing happening, and call it what you will. But so let's get into it. So the government itself, the government, the American government, the United States, um, has taken this very seriously, even though they lie and say they don't. We know that. It's out there um, for decades. It's been the same old story that the, there's nothing to see here, but yet we're going to keep spending millions and millions of dollars on it um, and maybe billions of dollars on it. Okay, so what is a skiff and a sap, and why do they matter? A skiff is a. Hang on, my notes. Uh, which I didn't put in the notes. It's secure. Hey, God, wait, wait. I'm gonna get this. <laughs> what the heck? I gotta make better notes. A sensitive compartmented. Information facility. Sensitive, compartmented information facility. SCIF, SCIF. It is an area, room, a group of rooms, buildings, or installations certified and accredited as a meeting director of national intelligence security standards. In other words, it's usually just a room. 
um, a place where it's deemed secure by the uh, security apparatus of the United States government to the point where nothing that is spoken in there can ever get out. Not allowed cell phones. You can't take notes. Can't take anything into it or out of it except your body. And, of course, you're not allowed to say what you heard when you go into them or what you saw when you were in it. Um, that's a skiff. Okay. And so that has been a point of contention, um, with this issue that now it's coming to light that we first really saw in, in July, but it's building since 2017, um, about getting in these skiffs to find out the real deal stuff, the elected, you know, the, the representatives and senators and things are constantly asking for meetings in skiffs, but are constantly denied. Uh, however, we did get one here last week. I guess we'll go to the SAP here in a second. So what happened last week? Um, one of the committees, the one who you saw uh, in July bring Mr. Grush, Mr. Fravor, and Mr. Graves um, in front of and, and to tell their what they know, what happened to them, and, and you know, what, in Grush's case, what he was stymied and stopped from doing and be, made him become a whistleblower um that committee pushed and pushed and finally got a skiff meeting with the igic the inspector general of the intelligence community this is one of the higher-ups who is supposed to be an independent investigator um that's appointed by the president, and he's supposed to be able to investigate any part of the government that he's responsible for looking into. If people are saying something illegal uh, is happening, he's the one who determines that, he or she. So that's that's that guy. Um, they taught Monheim is his name. They went to a skiff, and many everyone was invited, apparently, on that committee, and apparently any senator that wanted to join, yada, yada. I thought I saw there were 16 or 18 attendees. Um, with the inspector general and um, they came out afterward. It was last Friday and many of them were very sober when they came out and not in a, you know, alleviate you know, like, you know, relieved way, but in like, well, boy, this is going to, we got to do more. Um, this is not going to end anytime soon because um, they were confirmed. Many things that they were hearing from David Grush, for example, were confirmed Um and what also was confirmed was the this ecosystem of secrecy and deception uh, that is built into our government apparatus, especially in the Defense Department and the what they call the intelligence community. So I know many of us want to smash them together, but they're different. The CIA is not part of the military. It's its own thing that has no oversight except for one cabinet level person. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, anyways, there's that. And then there's the Pentagon, which is the military side. That's the department of defense. Okay. Anyways. Um, so they are different, but there is, there's regardless of which one you're talking about, there is a, um, a culture, a ecosystem, an entire ecosystem built up over decades. Um, many decades, maybe a hundred years um, of secrecy and deception. That's 
that's what intelligence, those are spies. Okay. Right. Intelligence people. I mean, they lie for a living. Um, when, a, when the department of defense is working on secret programs, they don't want anyone else to know about not only other countries, but your own country. If you want to keep it secret, there's ways to do that. And so hence what we call a sap is born. And so if you didn't see the, um, podcast we did explaining the saps back in September, Um, I'm going to, I'll share it just because it's represented very well in this, in this picture. Sorry, audio people. And there we are. If you can tell that that's just a big like a like an org chart, it's a it's a hierarchy of what you would call a SAP, a special access program, SAP, special access program. In other words, you have to have special access to be a part of this program, and um, these programs. Sorry, just trying to make it a good size for y'all to to see. Um, have different compartments in them like you just heard a skiff it's compartmentalized compartmented means there's different a compartment a container a silo call it what you will um it, under this program has different compartments and any person working in compartment a has no communication or information necessarily about compartment B. Let's say there's four compartments under this program. They're each separate and they all work together in their compartment, but they don't talk to the other compartments. And likely none of them knows the full program, only the director or the whoever is in charge of that special access program, whoever has that access to know, has the access of the whole story. So you have a... In this example here, you see um, the umbrella, which is the SAP. That's the SAP. The program itself contains all these containers or compartments. Under the compartment, you have subcompartments. Under the subcompartments, you have projects and contractors and who carries it out. Sometimes it's the military itself or the CIA. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes they con any one of these compartments could be the work in it. The project can be contracted out. All right. Uh, to to who? <laughs> to private companies. To let's say aerospace companies. Um. And again, just to, well, then who has over? Who who does know? Well, the person who has this special access program has to be given permission by higher up people, by the Secretary of Defense. And the Congress is what it's supposed to be. But then somewhere along the way, there were special types. We're not going to go into this today. But there are special types of special access programs that are even more and more and more secretive to the point of being bigoted. That means you can exclude whoever you want to not know. Um, Basically, a, what we call a black program, but even more secret than that because it's hidden from the Congress. 
and the the committee that's supposed to have oversight over your department of the military or the CIA or whatever it is who's supposed to have access to your special access program to look into it, say, hey, what are you doing with this money? We gave you a million dollars last year. Where'd it go? I want an update. That doesn't happen either when you have these super, super duper mega special special access programs that only the gang of eight is supposed to be over. The gang of eight are uh, four specific offices and extras from the both parties in the Congress, the Senate and the House, eight individual people. And possibly they are the only eight people outside of the program itself who knows what it is. Not even the president of the United States would be told. That sounds illegal, especially since the, the Department of Defense and the CIA fall under the executive branch. Anyways, point is, it's done. I mean, it's, it happens. Um, and the Gang of Eight is supposed to know everything. That's the theory. Is that the way it actually is? No. No. We know this is not the case, for example, because if you remember a senator named Harry Reid, he just passed away recently, uh, two years ago now? I don't know, whatever. Um, but he was part of the Gang of Eight. He was one of these eight. And there were things happening that he did not, he was not told about, and he found out about it. That's where a lot of this stuff has come from. The, the accountability wasn't there and the law was not being followed. So they started pulling threads. Right? And anyway, that's how we got to this to this point. Um, that's what a SAP is. That's what a SCIF is. If you need me to redefine it for you, I'd be happy to do it. But that's what it means. And it all all they do, all they are doing is creating secrecy and deception i mean that's just a fact it's not a judgment it's that's what they're there for that's why they're there they don't want you to know there are things they're working on that they don't want out so they build this ecosystem um and when i say deception that's when you get to a one of these higher level saps these programs that it says they're dark you're not allowed to admit they exist that's literally in there you cannot admit you work on this even if someone comes to your face, hand on the Bible, and says, do you have knowledge of this program? You must say no. That's called deception. That's called lying. That's called illegal. But there it is. And if you ever do say something to expose the fact that you are working on this particular program, they're, again, since they're dark and secret, we can't be positive all the things that happen to people, but we know people have been hurt and killed because they say they sign papers basically that say this is treason if you tell. And we know what happens to traitors. Secrets, right? Kangaroo court or whatever, military tribunal, five minutes long, you're guilty, you're executed. Like that's treason to a military person to a Pentagon person, to a CIA person. Um, so that's that's part of these saps. That's the reason why you can't 
you can't say, oh, well, why don't we know these things? They would just say, it would just leak out. They literally cannot say. They agreed to never, ever, ever say. So the only ones, the only way, basically, these things are going to come out unless, you know, there are drastic structural changes. And there might be, slowly but surely, but perhaps. Um, but as as it is, you're going to need whistleblowers. You're going to need people to say, yeah, I signed this agreement, but I'm going to say it anyways. They're going to have to put their family, their career, their life potentially at risk to expose it. That's what we, that's where we're at. And that's what Grush did. Um, okay. So what else happens as we talked last? Um, so we had the Congress in the skiff and they all came out, by the way, I encourage you to, to, to look at, there's videos about like a compilation of all the representatives that came out and gave a statement after that skiff meeting. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting. Um, Ogles from Tennessee. Obviously, Burchett is always good for cutting to the to the heart of the matter. Um, Ogles, though, very interesting comments. Uh, Luna, very interesting comments. Burleson. Um, anyways, go go check those out. And like Luna, for example, was saying how basically she's when they were saying aliens and this and that, she's like, dial back on that. And think of, there's a reason why Grush said interdimensional, for example, in his testimony, which he was kind of just hypothesizing, like, this is one of the possibilities, because we don't know where this intelligence is or where they come from, necessarily. Um, so that's one of the possibilities. So it's just very interesting that that's what we're talking about uh, at this point from this after this skiff meeting. Okay. And there's, I'm sure there's more to come on that. And if you get, if you get Congress people and senators who are ticked off and think they're being lied to and not, you know, don't have the um, authority that they should have, you you you're done ticked them off. Then we're going to see what happens. Okay. Um, what else happened? We have a. Um, New a couple of new videos um, and photos of what we call the jellyfish UAP. Um, it's just some of the weirdest stuff I ever saw. <laughs> and if you, again, just go to YouTube and type in jellyfish UAP. Um, it was revealed as part of this um, UFO revolution um, three part documentary thing on uh, 2B or whatever last week. But if you see it, just go look at it. It's bizarre. And, like off-putting. doesn't look like a typical vehicle that you would imagine going, you know, taking someone somewhere uh, or designed for flight. <laughs> but there it is. Um Go take a look at it. And the one of the key points about that is if if you're on the side of heavy skepticism, is that oh, this why is this coming out now? And people are feeding, you know, videos and they're uh, number one, leaks like we saw with Snowden, um, and like we see with the IHOP KC scandal or other church scandals, you name it. If there's an organization 
of any size that has a sin or a illegality to cover up, they will cover it up. And the only way to make them come clean and expose them sometimes is to leak information, the to leak it, to go against what you agreed to. Like in an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, you sign with a church or organization or government, you have to break it. Or you have to sneak it out the back door to make sure some journalist gets it. And you know that journalist is going to publish it. That's how the Nixon story broke with Watergate. And all that stuff, right? That's how we found out things about JFK that we're not, we're not supposed to learn. I mean, you name it. When people don't want to be honest, you have to leak it. So anyway, that's what these videos are. And... um. Anyway, he's the Jeremy Corbell, the guy who, who was leaked to, has had it for over three years. So it's apparently so it's not as if you can say, oh, this is all orchestrated. You know, of course, this comes out now. It's all a whatever. Um, he's had it for a long time. For what? To vet it, to make sure it's legit. I don't know, but. You know, the, the assertion that this is, you know, he's just some useful idiot, I don't think holds any water at all. Um, because this leaking is how we're getting any admission at all. Up until 2017, UFOs were fake. There was no such thing. It's not a threat. Don't worry about it. It's, you know, th there's no way to ascertain anything. And we'll, who knows what these really are, whatever. Next question. All of a sudden, the New York Times publishes videos by Mr. Corbell, I believe. And they're out there and they're, oh yeah, this is from military craft. We recorded it ourselves. This is not somebody with a, with a phone in the yard. This is actual million, million dollar stuff. It's FLIR systems and infrareds and, uh, you know, radar and so many instances, not one or two, but here are three legit videos from, from the military. At first, they're like, oh, what's this? Is this legit? Eventually, the Pentagon came out and says, actually, it is real. And they are unidentified. They're anomalous. When you say UAP, and if the government designates it a UAP, that means they are admitting that they don't know what it is. Not only is it unidentified, they don't know whose it is. They don't know what it is. It, they changed the term from aerial to anomalous because it behaves in ways that we don't understand. That's why it's an anomaly. It's not prosaic. It's not something you can explain because we know how it works. We don't know how it works. And P, phenomenon. Phenomenon, that's not, a, that's not an object. That's UFO's object. This is a phenomenon. It's something that's even bigger than pieces of metal or whatever, you know, flying around in the air. It's a whole um, container of weird stuff. It's called a, it's a phenomenon. It appears, it disappears. It goes fast. It goes slow. It goes into our nuclear weapon sites. It floats around inside the water. It goes into space. It hangs out in the sky. There are things that we've gotten from it. Maybe we have biologics. In other words, some type of 
life forms, pilots, if you will, operators? Are they just drones? Are they are they cars? Are they trans-dimensional, uh, you know, uh, uh, vehicles, basically, to move from between these dimensions that we can't see into ours and out again? Wormholes? I mean, that's why it's called phenomenon. So, yeah, if the if the actual Pentagon or the actual intelligence community, I see, the you know the CIA basically um, deems these things UAPs, then you can you can say, yep, that's real because they're the ones who are supposed to know, and they don't. And if it was a black project, if it was something they couldn't comment on or couldn't admit, they wouldn't tell you one way or the other, right? They were just like, no comment. Anyways. Um, I think that's pretty much what I wanted to give you an update on. Oh, one more thing. And then I'll get to uh, any questions that are popping up here. And I do see a couple. Um, a lot of folks want to poo-poo... Um, maybe if you're one of them, I don't know. Um, if you just don't like or trust this ecosystem that's out there pushing these, you know, getting these videos out and whatever, that's fine. You don't trust Corbell. I have, I don't particularly care for Lou Elizondo. I don't, I don't believe, um, what's his face is, is reliable. What the heck? Who's this? Who's the OG guy? Uh, the guy who said he worked at Area 51. Somebody somebody hit me with that. Anyways, uh, Lazar. I don't particularly believe him. <laughs> uh, but that's not the point. You don't have to believe any particular person to know that it's true. You can take you can take testimony and say, yeah, that guy's unreliable or he the red flag's going up for that guy. That's fine. But if it's the same story coming from people who have no attachment to the guy you don't trust or have come from a completely different place, like the military itself, like you're actually flying jets around and seeing this. Don't believe David Grush if you don't want, if you don't believe him Him being in the government was valid, or maybe he's, he's a crazy person, and even though he's getting things approved by the DOD to say, even though that's all true, it must be false somehow, fine. Don't worry about Grush. Listen to Fravor and Graves. Go listen to Fravor and Graves, in at least in that original um, testimony in July, Graves, Ryan Graves is this guy. Uh, both of them, both these pilots, are the most unimpeachable. You cannot assign any motive to them. Their careers are sparkling. Um, no one's ever accused them of lying about anything. They're not grifting anybody. Just believe them and then process that. And uh, um, Fravor really doesn't, you know, he's not really putting himself out there. Uh, I guess he's just more of a private person. But Graves has really taken it out. uh, He's got a podcast now. He does interviews all the time. He's got a nonprofit uh, because he's just really concerned about people like him who were pilots, both in military and civilian, you know, flying your yourself around in the 747 going to from you know new york to la or whatever and they're seeing these things all the time 
and they can't report it. So he, there is actually a bill now in Congress that's working its way through that he helped to write, basically, to sponsor, you know, to be in the ear of these folks. This is what we need. We need a reporting mechanism um, to, to be taken seriously because it's real. And so anyway, um, believe Graves and, and Fravor. That's my advice. Because something is going on. Whether we want to we want to accept it or not, it is, and it's not prosaic. That's the conclusion of fair-minded faster here. Okay, let's get to your questions and comments, etc. Um. Sorry, uh, Tiki says, remember the government, thanks to billions, if not trillions of dollars, are capable of all kinds of signs and lying wonders in the sky. Now, wait a minute. That's an assumption. That certainly has the, the dollars have been there, but for what? I don't know that they could make any type of signs or lying wonders in the sky. What evidence is there of that? I'm just being honest, like, okay, that's a fine opinion, but where do you get that conclusion from? Just because you throw a lot of money at stuff doesn't mean it works. You're try That's the whole big story about this, if you believe, folks, is that, yeah, we actually have technology that we didn't make and no government made, but we're trying to reverse engineer it. But it's been unsuccessful. That's the story. If if there has been any success, it's been very minor, and progress has been very slow. I mean, I, I'm all for I'm a patriot. Okay, I love America. I think tech is awesome. I think our military. I wanted to be a fighter pilot since I was a kid. I love this stuff, and we've made some pretty great airplanes, right? Yeah, even in the black saps of uh, the Blackbird or, you know, the SR-71 or the, the Flying Wing and all the stuff. And there's other things that they're making that is uh, even more advanced. Okay, but not 10,000 generations forward advanced, not anti-gravity advanced. Not going from 10,000 miles an hour to zero in one second, being able to go into space and into the ocean without encountering resistance like no <laughs> if we it's just there's no evidence that we have that at all because we don't understand how it would work anyway gotta hear this marion says well i hope you um understood it and if not you can rewind and hopefully that works uh, T-Rex says, speaking grush terms, interdimensional and non-human biologics. Yes, that's that's the very cho very specifically chosen words um, that he used in his public testimony. Um, he won't say aliens because he's not sure from what he knows and what he's been told and what he's 
who knows what he's actually seen. Apparently, we're going to get an op-ed here in a couple of weeks um, about everything that he apparently knows. Or, excuse me, has witnessed firsthand. Um, but even as a whistleblower, if he has complaints before the inspector general, which he does, two different inspector generals, um, he has, in his mind, he has to still play ball to, to an extent. And um, in order to have these clearances and ability to be a whistleblower, you, you know, you got to respect the process, so to speak, and get everything approved before you say it. Um, but yeah, those those terms when he said it's he doesn't say aliens, he doesn't know where they would be from. He just knows they're not human from what he knows. And that's enough to make you say, Welp. <laughs> okay, now we're now we're narrowing down the possibilities. Um, either they are really from another galaxy or planet, like Hollywood would tell us, or they've been right here on Earth all along and are just now being revealed for who know, their own reasons seems like um or there's multiple intelligences at work maybe these non-human things even though he calls them biologics maybe they're actually just creations of human beings but who says those human beings are from today <laughs> we could I, right this this is what an honest person would this is how we think through these things honestly without uh, thinking we know what we're talking about. We got to consider the possibilities. If the the smart people with all the money, sorry, air quotes for the audio listeners, um, the smart people with all the money and all the projects and all the stuff, if they don't know what's going on, and that's the consistent message, they don't know either. And that, to, to an American, uh, to you non-Americans in the audience, you have to understand the pathology of an American. We must, we have put our faith, and it's to our, it's a sin, okay? We are wrong to do this, but we do. We put our faith that our government or our military knows everything. We have, for whatever reason, we've come to that conclusion. There is literally nothing in the world that exists that they don't understand or they can't do if they want. That's pride. That's called pride. And it's also prideful to believe such a thing about a government or a military. To just take it right out of the human element and say they really don't know everything, even things they encounter and work on or see in front of their face. They don't have to understand it. I don't care how in the know you are, or what sap you have access to, or how intelligent you are, or what a genius you are at this or that. Oppenheimer's, what? He could understand this if he saw it? Maybe he did see it. There's actually evidence that he did. That there, he was read into some of this, at least. Because, yeah, it's older than the 80s, the 70s, the 60s. It's the atomic age. It's before that. It's World War II era. It's before that. There are things that apparently we possess before World War II. So, 
we don't know everything. No matter how much we want, that is very comfortable at night. When you go to sleep, you're saying, well, I know our military can do anything it wants or our, our government just knows you know, what it needs to know and, and they'll just keep me in the dark and that's cool. But they don't know either. Tenor has a gif of the jellyfish now. Okay. Jellyfish UAP looks like a hot mess. It does. I don't know what. I'm look Right. If you go look at it, if you guys haven't seen it yet, please go find this video. And it's like, it's not a random assortment of pieces stuck together. They're all, it looks like it's made that way. And it's not different pieces like a balloon. It's it's an object. It's solid. It's something. And it looks like the only thing I could, it's called a jellyfish, but because it's kind of like that with the, it looks like tentacles hanging. To, it's, you remember Independence Day? Uh, the movie? And um, the aliens were in that word. I'm not saying this is, I'm just saying it reminded me of when they got out of their ship and they had their suits on. Right, they were actually real little inside, but they had these big, mean-looking, scary suits on the outside, and they had these tentacles that would hang on the bottom. And I'm just picturing like, like Will Smith, like dragging it across the desert. It that's it doesn't look exactly like that, but that's kind of what I thought of. I'm like, wow, what in the world? Anyways, yeah, go check it out. Um. Many things, uh, Mary Nan says, many things like this are just distractions, but I've seen many bizarre things that are real, so I just don't know. Yeah, a lot of people have, and that's that's what I'm trying to say. You can't, you know, we as Christians have got to take other people's testimony seriously. Even if we don't like them, even if we don't want to believe it, even if it clashes with our worldview of the Bible. Or forget the Bible, but we just have views, and we don't like that, Right? Remember, it's not, it hasn't been that long. It's only been a few hundred years ago where, you know, well into the church age, okay, where, and the church was much more influential and powerful in nations, especially in Europe, right, at that time. Um, but it wasn't that long ago that if you were a Christian, you believed the earth was flat, and you thought the Bible told you it was flat. And you anyone who said otherwise was a crazy deceiver. Take heed that no man deceive you. Those round earthers, they're from the devil. Well, of course, it's funny now, but put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in the year 1500 or whatever. Galileo era, right? Just imagine yourself then in the prevailing opinion of 90, what the vast majority of Christians and all your leaders in church told you the earth was flat. And think of the, the, the accusations that would fly against anyone who would say that it was round, and especially, my gosh, Christians who agreed that it was round.
Uh, Tiki, I love you, brother, but I'm not going to engage with you anymore about this because you have a real sense of you know everything. I'm sorry, but I just that's not helpful because you don't. And I don't. And the government don't. If I okay, if I'm being arrogant about saying people don't know, I guess that's true. Um, don't be a debunker. Apparently, you're not taking that advice from your old pastor here. But yes, as a pastor, I'm telling you, all of you who are listening, every single one, do not be a debunker. Do not be a believer. But be willing to say, you know what, God, shake up my world. The gospel is still the most important thing. Don't get distracted from that. Don't get distracted from the, the centrality of Israel in the world. There's no doubt that that's true. And you can get distracted from that. No doubt about it. We can't be. But we also can't take possibilities of these types of things that God has about ready to unleash upon us, like the round earth, but even more so, that if we're not in the mindset of actually learning um, and keeping our witness clean, that yes, Christians have encountered these things too. That yes, uh, believers are in the government right now. And they have, their discernment is great. And they're serious people. And not everything is a conspiracy. Things are happening that they don't get where they should, but they don't. So that means the Lord is in it. It doesn't mean he's directly responsible for these things, but it does mean that he's involved. He's going to shake our perception of our universe and our world of what's true and real. Because it's not only the devil that gets signs and wonders. It's not only satanic stuff that happens in the end times. The saints of God will perform signs and wonders. And there'll be a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit in these times, at the time of the end. So there's going to be wacky stuff on both sides. And there's, look, if we're honest about it, what if these um, the passages about we see Iran right now, for example, literally shooting missiles into Iraq, Syria, and Pakistan with no real consequence. But Pakistan is shooting back. Um, but yet there's an understanding in the scriptures that there's going to be a point where the Iranian government is going to do whatever they want and actually invade their Sunni neighbors and get away with it completely. No one will be able to stop them. How is it that no one will be able to stop them? I'm just saying, think about that in this respect, in the UAP situation, in the high technology, in the non-human intelligence, in the, right? In the breaking the laws of physics type of stuff. 
pull back a second and say, wait a minute. Is this for, you know, is, what is God doing with this? Because it's not just all deception. It's real stuff. Even if, um, I'm trying to think of, sorry, I'm stuck, I'm stuck in my teeth over here. Probably my beard. Um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I really can't, right, this second, but um, I don't know. Uh, a car. It's a deadly weapon in the wrong hands. It's a deadly weapon in all of our hands because accidents happen. Sometimes you're good at it. You get good over, you know, with experience and maybe you learn a lot about cars and you know how they work and all that stuff. Does it mean you can build a car? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but again, it's like who's who's driving the car is what makes it good or evil, right? If someone goes with intent in their car to go ram into pedestrians, that's totally, even though it's the, looks the same, uh, the car next to it has no intention of doing that and is going to avoid every person that might be a pedestrian and every danger and wants nothing to do with that kind of stuff, who has no harm on their mind. It, but it's the same Toyota Camry. Sorry, Toyota. You see what I mean? Probably not. I've really lost everybody right there. The technology is not the issue. To say there's something flying around in our atmosphere or in our oceans or in our skies that defies the laws of physics doesn't mean the government made it. It could very well be something from the supernatural world or from the heavenly realm, from the second heaven where we know there's good and evil or transdimensional travel of some kind. There's all kinds of theories that we can work on scripturally if we're not going to, you know, uh, jump the gun into arrogance. Um, like, who's to say that the technology itself is, is from God, but it depends on who's using it or what, what it's used for, that would be the issue. So to, that would be like, when you say don't be deceived with this UFO, UAP thing, that would be like saying look at the car lot and don't be deceived at the cars in the lot. That's not the point. If it's real, it's real. We just have to accept it. I hope that kind of makes sense. You know... Because I'm right with you guys. I'm not, I don't know nothing about it. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested. I've always been interested in physics. I've always been interested in in uh you know secret programs and things that fly and and jets and and whatever. My you know, my father and my uncles were all my grandfathers were all military, so I have total respect for that. Um but then I also know human nature and um the the arrogance that would not allow you to say we can't defend you. But the military of the United States likes to be known as the one who knows everything and can protect you from anything and can destroy everything it wants. But it can't. That's the that is the elephant in the room. 
is that in the 1950s, for example, there were there was a massive UFO sighting over the White House, or over Washington D.C. Jets were scrambled to intercept them. So you can't tell. You, this is the 50s. We got no we got no tech like we do today. There's there's nothing. The whole the United States military was not doing that to themselves. For example, again, you don't. I don't know, go read it. It's out there. Um, but yes. So if it's real, we just have to admit it's real. And no, we don't have to know everything about it. And yeah, they're going to lie to us in the government and say they don't, you know, that they it's really them or that it's all explainable with science or with nature. No, it's not. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Until we figure some more stuff out, until we got some divine intervention, until angels show up, who knows? Okay. All right. I think enough said about that. Um, T Rex is sorry for sounding like a troll. That's got to be the weirdest thing that's ever been airborne. You're talking about the, the jellyfish thing. Yeah, it doesn't look like it should fly. Well, why is it shaped like the way I don't, I don't, I agree. Yeah, we can, well, I don't want to have a back and forth on the veracity of the, of the jellyfish, uh, the UAP thing. I don't need to be convinced on that. I mean, I see when I see tech, you know, infrareds and, you know, military grade, you know, millions of dollars in equipment over a base that should be completely secure. Um, I don't need to see anything else. I mean, it's there. We've got to deal with it. Nothing to debunk. Okay. Um, okay. I just, I know I said I wouldn't engage Tiki on this. The data is not questionable, in my opinion. I'm not a total moron. I mean, for what it's worth. I do a lot of reading. And I like data. Um, default should be that it, if it can be explained within a normal context, it should be. I agree. Totally. This is not saying every single UFO sighting is real. Or every single video is legit? Clearly not. But if it wasn't for these videos being leaked to Corbell, the military would never have admitted anything was a UAP. So this is the way it has to be done with through very imperfect people. And I don't know nothing about Corbell to charge him with grifting. He's never asked me for money. Um. Anyway. Oh, I said that already. And uh, Tiki says, I can't think of a single instance in the Bible where an extra-dimensional angelic messenger had to step out of a craft to talk to Isaac, Daniel, etc. How do you know? For, look at Ezekiel. Why does God have to show up in a, in a vehicle? Why does his throne need to be pulled around by four things? Why is there a wheel within a wheel? Why? What is that? Why is Ezekiel... Uh, Elijah brought up in a quote-unquote cloud, a chariot of fire. What is that? 
Why would he need that? Why would God need to send such a vehicle? Why would Jesus step into a cloud to ascend up into heaven on the Mount of Olives? I'm talking about when in, in Acts chapter 1. Why would he need to beat the angels that just so happened to be there right after that vehicle or whatever that was came and took Jesus away? Now they were there, and, and they said, don't worry what you're looking at. He's going to return in the same way that he left. Why say that? Why not just he'll return? Why is it that we see in Revelation 1 and in uh, Isaiah 19 and many, many other places about him being called rider of the clouds? There's some, Yes, you can definitely make an argument that this is how it works, that you do need some kind of transportation. That's Bible. Okay, I'm not saying it's a one-for-one, one, like this is definitely that, but you can't say it's not in there. Sure it is. Right? Again, these are the things we have to accept. We just have to accept them as true. How are we gonna, how are we gonna deal with satanic miracles for real and fallen angels and stuff if we can't even admit that these things are possible? A miracle. Look, I'm not. No, I'm not dis, I'm not trying to say the things that Jesus Himself, God Himself, who Jesus is, God. Um when he did miracles, that there was some type of technology behind that. I'm not saying that. But for others to do miraculous things, like evil ones, to do what appears to be miraculous things, but they're not God, so they can't create miracles, they're false signs and lying wonders because there's a secret to it. They who there's no Bible that says fallen angels can make miracles. The only in the only context for that is Jesus himself and the followers of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. That's it. What about Janus and Jambres? For, for the enemy to create a miraculous thing, it has to be a technology. Now, the, the enemy, as we know, is not flesh and blood. Not bingo. Not bingo. The enemy is not flesh and blood. It's not America. It's not the military. It's not the Department of Energy. They don't have the stuff. to create anything. The technology I'm saying would be with the principalities, the powers, the darkness, etc. And so in other words, they need technology to do stuff. But we didn't invent it. Um and it's it's the juxtaposition between the enemies of, you know, the satanic, the demons, the fallen angels, etc., that make these great miracles and whatever that we should be on the lookout for. They are juxtaposed to humanity. They are not humanity per se, right? 
So if they're the ones bringing this, these miracles and stuff, it can't be, they're not using the U.S. government to do it. Anyways, let's just leave it at that. I'm getting too riled up. Um, so it's real. Okay, don't be a believer or a debunker. Take it for what it's worth. Go listen to folks who have no agenda and who've experienced it because both of those things are true. All right? Okay. I don't think I missed anything. Uh, thanks for retweeting. Those of you who did, uh, please share this video, even if you disagree. I don't particularly know about what other than the jellyfish is legit. Um, please do it. And it's cost you nothing. No grifting here. Uh, but if this has been a blessing to you, know that we do this out of faith. There's no big money behind us. There's no SAP or government program that's funding Wings of the Eagle. I guarantee you that. So please give what you can. Wingsoftheeagle.com slash donate. And uh, tell somebody about the podcast, okay? That'd be awesome. Lord willing, maybe next week we'll come back. There's a lot of things to talk about um, in this arena. So we'll keep on it. I want to, again, provide a safe space. This is not a place to argue. This is not a place to uh, mock. If you've gone through something, maybe you've seen something yourself. Maybe you have an experience. Maybe, again, you're on these programs or, or whatever, or you know someone or, or what have you. Okay, this pastor will say, look, this is, Christians realize something's going on, and we got to get it right uh, with the Lord. And to have our minds blown, that's okay. That's all right. All right. Love you so much, you guys. Thank you for being a part of this. Tell someone about it. Unseal, the official podcast of Wings of the Eagle. If you want to contact me, you see at the bottom of the screen, Manti 4 on the X platform. And if you don't have a church, you like this kind of stuff, Monday night, endtime.church. Get the free app at endtime.app. Okay, bye-bye. To hear previous episodes, to obtain resources, and to support this ministry, visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.